I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. It's been around two years since I last spoke with Christian Jerding of payment orchestration platform Cellpoint Digital. So it seemed appropriate to catch up with him and find out more about the evolution of payment orchestration in the last couple of years. It seems the market has been heading in two distinct directions, fully bundled solutions and payment orchestration solutions. We'll find out the how and why. But first, do you want to access the $10 billion Middle East fintech opportunity? If the answer is yes, then join the CEDA IBSI fintech lab and fast track your journey of market expansion to the GCC with us. As a fintech lab member, you'll have access to skilled mentors and have the opportunity to learn, network and collaborate with like-minded individuals building your knowledge base, skills, and connections. Visit www.cedaribsifintechlab.com. Now, back to our conversation with Christian Jerding, co-founder, chief executive officer, and head of strategic execution at Cellpoint Digital. And we're discussing the evolution of payment orchestration. I think it has matured. Certain sectors have begun to realize the value of orchestration. And so I think that we've seen some players sort of fizzle out. We've seen several players mature and become stronger, clear in their offering. And we've seen clients begin to seek orchestration as part of their business design and, and payments design, so to speak. So, so I think it's been two good years for orchestration. We are very focused on travel. And for us, the travel market has just exploded in the past 24 months, particularly in the last year. We're seeing passenger volumes exceed 2019 numbers in terms of leisure travel and business catching up real fast. So as we get into the latter part of 23, we expect to surpass all 2019 passenger volumes. So that's very good. Are we seeing business back to normal then? Is that what you're telling me? Well, we've seen travel business back to normal. I would say that when you look at e-commerce, the numbers are not growing quite as fast as it did under the pandemic. I think we're seeing a little bit of a slowdown due to the uh, global financial crisis, uh, obviously the war in Ukraine, the crisis with China, inflation, et cetera, et cetera, has put some hesitation on consumer spend on non-essential items. For whatever reason, travel is not one of them. That just keeps on growing. And uh, so, so I, I think... We're not back to normal yet, as in late 2019, early 2020. Uh, I think there was a lot more optimism and, and growth in the world. Obviously, with the corona pandemic, we saw e-commerce explode. I think we saw five years of growth in just 12 months at that point. We're not quite see, uh, seeing the same growth numbers at this present time. But overall, if, if you were to draw a 10-year graph, uh, I think you would see year-on-year uh, -year growth in, uh, in online commerce or digital commerce. Is there a divergence in how the market is evolving? You've got, what I'm thinking is a difference between people offering fully bundled solutions and specific payment orchestration solutions. Well, yeah. So, so I think there has been a bit of a misconception on what uh, orchestration really is. And so in reality, if you think about orchestration compared to traditional payment service providers, payment service providers are exactly that, service providers, where payment orchestration is a platform play. And in reality, what, what's happening here is that 
as things mature in, in any given area of technology, you will always see things going from one particular way to a more streamlined platform basis. Take, for instance, ERP. Before ERP came out in full Florida in the beginning of the 90s, it was all different kinds of separate systems that were handling various things and a lot of manual processes and whatnot. And I think payment orchestration is really the platform that comes in and takes these separate payment requirements that what we call the full financial supply chain, managing that, and and kind of sits in the middle for the merchant to help them organize, not just being more effective in converting on the front end, but also managing the back end, uh, which is highly complex or can be highly complex. And I think that is what payment orchestration does. It's a platform that takes away uh, the complexity of an ever-growing payment ecosystem, more legislation uh, and, and compliance requirements, and a highly diversified sales channel, which can either be local or uh, global with cross-border payments. And that is what payment orchestration does. And so I think to answer your question very specifically, we're, we're seeing some of the traditional providers, what we what you would call a full-stack payment service provider, beginning to talk about orchestration. And so I really think it's it's more a matter of merchants who have actual need will go to payment orchestration. Some merchants don't have that need and will probably stay with, with what I call a full-stack service provider, if that makes sense. Up to a point, yes, because I, I want to press you on this, if I may. Mm -hmm. As a merchant, I'm looking for something that fulfills my needs. For sure. Why would I choose a payment orchestration solution over a full-stack? Why, why would I isolate that? Well, because financially, there's a lot of benefits with payment orchestration. Payment orchestration should turn cost to profit in your payment flow. And so in reality, it gives you higher conversions and lower costs. However, you have to have the need and you have to have a certain characteristic for that to make sense. So let, let, let's take a very specific example. If you're a one market merchant with one acquirer, payment orchestration is not going to give you a lot of benefit. You, you, you're better off with a full stack service provider because all the things that payment orchestration does which is managing a complex ecosystem deploying payment methods on the fly optimizing continuously towards higher conversions and lower cost is not really there at least not yet uh, we are seeing in the smb market that there are orchestration players that are successful in in that but i think these are other reasons why the other end of that a cross-border merchants multiple acquirers multiple uh, markets they sell in, then here payment orchestration truly will add value. And we claim and, and can prove that we can deliver between 6 and 12% return on flow. So if you pump a billion dollars through our platform, we'll give you between 60 and 120 million in ROI. And I think that is the true benefit of payment orchestration. And this we do on a whole range of things, which is managing how you present payments, what kind of payments you present in real time, out into the various sales channels, continuously optimizing those, rooting transactions in the right uh, to the right connections, ensuring direct connections where that makes sense, optimizing the technical challenges that that are in a complex payment ecosystem, where transactions either fail or are rejected for various reasons, enabling consumers or travelers to pay with their preferred payment methods in any given market based on the pricing, the product type, et cetera, which is all the things that orchestration does. And then ultimately, 
managing the whole uh, backend, right? So one reconciliation platform instead of having multiple different formats from different acquirers around the world. So all these different things are managed in a payment orchestration platform. And that is the true value. So, so if you have that kind of characteristics that you are not just one market, that you have more than one acquire or wishes to have one more than one acquire, then orchestration is for you. There is one more scenario, which is where you are a an e-commerce single market merchant that is growing and you need to have more than one acquire for failover. Um, and that can be in a whole range of different reasons. We're seeing some, what I would call mid-market merchants that are being hit with losing their acquire because the acquire is either purchased or, or merged with somebody else or changes their policies and suddenly they can't service this particular market or the acquire fails over and, and the merchant needs to have alternative routes. What I'm hearing are two things. And the first thing I'm hearing is that as a merchant, I need to understand my business and I need to, un- um, the things you've just been outlining, specifically just outlining, are are the dangers of if I can put it as dangers or the risks inherent in not pursuing a payment orchestration solution. For sure. And again, I, I think it's a natural evolution, right? If you go back 10 years, um, when we came out with orchestration uh, and, and we claim we invented it, you know, probably somebody else will do the same, but you know how that goes. But we were out early, right? We, we Cellpoint was built to create a commercial orchestration platform. That was the vision from the get-go. We launched it the first time in 20. 10. So 13 years in. When we started 13 years ago, nobody neither understood or thought they had a need for orchestration, right? That, that's, that's just the way it was. Airlines are very specific in that they are complex, highly complex businesses, requires very deep integration, which is another component that a traditional full-service payment service provider do not do. We, we integrate very deeply into the reservation engines, deposit control systems, etc. for handling various things in the in the uh, financial flow and so which is ticket level data those kinds of things that need was more expressed in the airline space now what we're seeing is that first of all the the digital sales channel is diversified uh, we, we see merchants with multiple storefronts in multiple different markets different requirements for currencies fx etc on the other side we see a very, very diversified and fragmented payment ecosystem with a lot of players, right? When we when we first came out, we, I, I remember we, we joined a um, payments and banking conference in 2008 for the first time. And at that point in time, <laughs> there were not that many payment methods, right? It was, it was predominantly cards. Cards are still important, but as everybody has seen, we now have hundreds, if not thousands of alternative forms of payment in the, in the, in the world. Some are ruling local markets, and whether those uh, payment forms of payment are either wallet-based or they are what I call pure play, it doesn't really matter. You're seeing open banking delivering uh, real-time payments using banking solutions. All these different things creates new problems that did not exist at that point in time. And I think that maturity or change in the market has also driven the realization that we need a platform to manage this. It's becoming too complex for us to handle. Uh, we can't have a 200 people payments team, even if we're a multi-billion dollar business. Well, I was just thinking what you're describing to me is a CFO's nightmare. And as a CFO who wants to sleep soundly at night, you're actually going to have people like you are going to help them do that because you are bringing simplicity to complexity. Thank you. Yes, that's a very, very specific and correct term. That is exactly what payment orchestration does. And I think 
it's not just the CFO, it's the chief commercial officer, even the CEO needs to worry about this because if you can't take payments, ultimately you're not going to sell any products. It's not a simple thing where, where consumers have an expectation of doing it a different way. Everything is coming online, right? Where we're just seeing a high drive towards what we call online trading, which really means that even uh, point of sales, if you look at some of the things happening in, in physical stores, uh, everything from uh, buy online, pick up in the store to you're actually paying using your own device as you exit the store, which then in return makes everything an online payment. And so if that doesn't work, you're out of business. Christian Jerding, co-founder, chief executive officer and head of strategic execution at Cellpoint Digital.